I think we got this uh, from my parents, but mostly from my dad because he was a very good natural dancer and he really enjoyed dancing. And whenever we had parties, like all of my cousins, we were, they were teenagers and he thought everybody had a dance. And I remember my mom used to bring uh, two or three shirts for him to change because he didn't stop. They, they never let him stop. They, everybody wanted to dance with him. My mom, yeah, my mom did enjoy dancing, but not as much as my dad, really. He was the best. Hello there, and welcome back to a very special episode of My Most Authentic Life. I'm your host, Fede Vargas. In today's episode, we celebrate my mom's milestone 65th birthday. I've been checking in with my mom prior to and after her birthday bash to absorb her wisdom, perspective, and to document her amazing life story. There are two words in Spanish, alegría and alegre, that my mom embodies every day of her life. Alegría means joy and alegre means happy and cheerful. For my mom, they are a way of life. They are part of her DNA. And they are at the root of how she interacts with everyone that she meets. I've witnessed firsthand over the years how her energy and pure joy make so many happy. This is her life purpose. And just a small part of her limitless superpowers. So sit back and listen to the most phenomenal person that I know. To my mom, happy 65th birthday. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So here we are. It's the the morning after the party. Um, what did you think? I think the party was a success. It was a really fun party. What was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part, what, it was everything. It, it, all my friends were there, my family, and... Everything went uh, according to plan. That's great. So how does it feel to be 65? I feel the same that I always felt before. There is no difference. And what was it like to have your Zumba crew there at the party? It was amazing. They're uh, an amazing group of ladies. They have a lot of energy, like me. And we share the passion for dancing. And that's how we got together. And it was fun. So now let me uh, introduce my uh, stepdad, Elwin. Uh, what did you think of the party? It was really, really, really good. It was, and everything was virtually perfect. What were your favorite parts of the night? Any highlights? Well, I think the first highlight is Pablo. Pablo and his guitar, and he's a wonderful musician, and he really suits our parties. We've hired him a few times, and he encourages all the dancing with his music. I love Pablo's music. He's on the Spanish guitar. It's really nice, and uh, 
calm, but he could also have lively music for dancing, which that happened last night. But I really like his music. Now, what was the significance of the venue? The significance was because um, we had our wedding reception in there 12 years ago. So that's uh, brought me really nice memories. This is the restaurant that we rented in 2010 when we got married, and we had an officiant. We're married there and had the reception there. And Miriam, the owner, was the person we dealt with then, and she was excellent to deal with, and she still is. The place is virtually the same, same condition, is beautiful restaurant, well-kept, and it looks so familiar after all this time, it felt like the same place to me, and it was. My mom celebrated her 65th with her signature, Alegria. It was uh, an energy that electrified the guests and the room. Well, it was, um, I had a lot of energy, like always. <laughs> I, I danced a lot, and I think it was great. Growing up, I remember my family's lively get-togethers. My grandparents would host parties in their back patio. I remember they were large gatherings because everyone would be seated at long tables in the back. When I arrived, I would greet every adult by hand. There were a lot of hands to shake. As the night progressed and the dancing started, my grandfather was the star of the show. And my mom's 65th birthday celebration reminded me a lot of that spirit. I think we got this uh, from my parents, but mostly from my dad because he was a very good natural dancer and he really enjoyed dancing. And whenever we had parties, like all of my cousins, we were, they were teenagers and he taught everybody how to dance. And we, we were in a party, all the women and my aunts, they all wanted to dance with him. So he never really danced too much with my mom. And I remember my mom used to bring uh, two or three shirts for him to change because he didn't stop. They, they never let him stop. They, everybody wanted to dance with him. My mom, yeah, my mom did enjoy dancing, but not as much as my dad, really. He was the best. Is uh, Grandpa's spirit out there with you every time you're out there dancing? Yeah, yeah. I, and I always remember him because he taught me how to dance and not even gave me lessons, I wouldn't say that, but just by dancing with him, that's how I learned. In this next segment, we talk to my mom about home, her definition of home. Uh, we talk about Three Kings Day and Christmas presents when she was growing up. 
Uh, and I asked her to reflect on what it was like to arrive in a new country uh, as a young immigrant mother with two young kids. But first, I asked her about authentic living. What is authentic living to her and how does she practice it? Authentic living is a balance between what you accomplish and what your needs are and that your needs are met. For me, authentic living is uh, being happy, doing the things I would like I like to do every day, day to day. I practice it trying not trying to compete to anyone with anyone, just try to be myself, real and and be happy. What was uh, Acapulco like during your childhood and while you were growing up there? And for someone that spends time between both Mexico and Canada, uh, how do you define home? It was beautiful, like it still is. And it was a very nice time of my life, which I have a lot of beautiful memories. Uh, well, uh, like you said, I spent time in Mexico, but I'm always want to go back to my home, which is in Canada, where is where I call home. Home is a place where you feel safe, secure, comfortable, and is where you permanently live, and also where you feel like you want you can do whatever. You, whatever pleases you, and whenever you can do it. What is uh, your favorite childhood memory? Uh, I was, I think, I was eight years old, and I got a set of a toy, set of appliances, and kitchen set for uh, the three. Wise King's Day, which is the biggest day for kids when we get toys. So what was the difference for you between Three Kings Day and uh, Christmas uh, when growing up? Usually for Christmas, back then, maybe it's changed now, we used to get like... uh, set of uh, new clothes or goodies like candy, chocolates, but really not toys. The biggest day for toys is uh, January 6th. What were the circumstances that brought you to uproot your life from such a beautiful place like Acapulco uh, and come to Canada? I agree, it's a beautiful place and it's a paradise, but there is more to life than weather and beautiful beaches. So the circumstances are we came here to find a better life for me and my children. What were the biggest challenges 
when you first arrived in Canada as a young immigrant mom with two kids? Biggest challenges was uh, getting uh, adapted to the cold weather because it's a very different uh, weather. In in here, when we arrived, when we left Acapulco, it was 30 degrees Celsius. And we landed in Canada was minus 10 with snow on the ground. The challenges is also to having uh, a transportation, like a, a car or something, which we, we always had to take the bus or walk in that type of weather. So my mom has made a special request to add <laughs> commentary. <laughs> I, ju- I just want to add for those of you that are listening and are having hard time in s- understanding my accent. That was another challenge when I came to Canada. And it probably still is, but I love my accent. And uh, I love your accent too. So now what would you say is your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment is moving to Canada and being where I am now and the life that I'm living right now with freedom and happiness. So in this next segment, we're going to have a few fun short questions. And we're going to start with a listener question and actually one that I've been wanting to know the answer to for a while. Who is your favorite child? I don't think there is a such thing. And the mothers that are listening, they maybe agree with me, is you both your children equally, but it's always one that is needs more help from you or more uh, closeness or, but I don't, I don't think I have a favorite child. I love them both equally. Uh, that's a good answer, but I feel like I've needed a lot of help <laughs> from you over the years. So, uh, uh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, the next one is what is your favorite food? Um, obviously Mexican food, but living in where I am right now, I have the chance to try many different foods from all over the world, which I enjoy. And I always open to try something new. What is your favorite television show? Uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> Why? It's a show about nothing, but it's, it's good. It makes you laugh. I really like comedy shows. So that's one of my favorites. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Saturday Night Fever. Because it's a movie with, it's happy and it has dancing involved. And I love dancing. What do you think about uh, me launching this podcast? I think is I think it's great 
because I see is uh, you are reinventing yourself and you are happy and I know you're going to reach your goal. Over the years, you've had the the challenge and the reward of going through a few reinventions. What advice would you have to those that may be feeling unhappy in their current situation and may want to pursue other goals or other dreams? Well, I would say, um, ask yourself, what do you want to change in your life? And realize that once you decide that, you realize that takes time. And, but after that, and also set realistic goals for yourself. And I think that's what I would recommend. What's your biggest wish for the future? The future, um, was done anything. I'm looking forward to stay healthy the way I am right now so I can continue dancing and being happy. And uh, you just gave us a bit of advice about reinvention. How how did you, how have you reinvented yourself over your 65 years? I reinvented myself first moving to Canada, then uh, also getting divorced, taking control of starting a new life. And I'm now happily remarried, and that is a good reinvention. Thanks, Mom. So that's actually a great segue. This is a perfect time to reintroduce my stepdad, Elwin. Elwin, welcome back. So, uh, oh, so this is a good question. Were you, were you before you met Mom? Were you a dancer? No. <laughs> and uh, growing, growing up Canadian, we were not dancers virtually all the guys i know of my age none of us ever were dancers and how long did now you're rocking the dance floor at every event how long did it take for mom's i guess uh energy to her infectious energy to get you <laughs> well while in acapulco it's very difficult not to join in especially on Pasole Thursdays, everybody's up there, usually everybody. On the dance, everybody in the restaurant gets up and dances to the same music every week. So you virtually have to learn. Yes, absolutely. And I think that goes back to that alegre, joyful approach, which is, it is an approach to life, and which I want to ask mom about in a bit but first thank you Elvin for being part of this podcast and I guess we'll see you on the dance floor maybe (laughs) (laughs) thank you but not for very long (laughs) I have limited capacity for dancing (laughs) okay so mom what does being alegre mean to you for me, means being the the way you approach life and have zest for life and enjoy what is makes me happy. And what would you say about the activities that you do every day? Does energy create more energy? 
yes, 100%. All the activities that I do, if uh, there is a day when I don't do my activities, I I feel tired or different. So that keeps me happy. And how does it make you feel when someone uh, tells you that you're a negative and even right now for your 65th birthday, some people have given you that compliment so that you're very negative. How does that make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel really happy and really loved and also from coming from someone else that really notice it, that's great feeling. And what advice would you have for people to live a, a life with that alegre approach? Just do what you like, like, and, and if it's, that is an activity, is dancing or running, whatever it is, but it gives you happiness, that's what you should do. Well, there you go. That's advice from a 65-year-old on how you can have more energy and welcome more energy into your life. Mom, thank you so much for being part of your birthday podcast. It looks like you really, really enjoyed your birthday amongst a wonderful group of people. I did enjoy my birthday a lot, and I thank you for having me. It's very important to me. And it's been so hugely important to me. I wish I could have included all of the conversations I've had with my mom for the past while. It's been so fun and so meaningful to put this together. So one last time, happy 65th birthday to my mom. Thank you for sticking through to the very end. You're amazing. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll... See you next time on the next episode of My Most Authentic Life. Until then, have an amazing day and keep on living. Time on. Time on.